Major League Liberty. Defending life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our happiness is always destroying the globalist agenda, exposing the flaws in fake news media, and of course, providing excellent entertainment. We're, we're just trying to work through it. We're trying to work through through things here. Um, I'm here. Jermaine is here. We are with the new software right now, which is awesome. Thanks to you guys. Uh, oh, yeah. You helped us find, you know, and, and achieve this goal that we were looking for. We kind of stretched our last bit of software to the limits. We've tried everything we could. And I'm hoping that now with the things that we have, We'd be able to take this to the next level, be able to hand out those red pills more and more, and to talk to you guys, most importantly. So welcome to the Thursday show. It is here with Jersey and Jermaine. Jermaine, this is our first time together, bro. What's going on? I know, man. It's our first time together. Um, They wanted to keep us apart, buddy, let me tell you. Um, They know once we get on here, we're going to set this show aflame. (laughs) You don't want (laughs) us to win. They don't want us to win. They don't want us to kill this right now. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. One thing I do love about Major League Liberty is that you guys work in synchronization. You guys have something very special here. Um, the way that you guys present the news, the way that you guys um, can educate the public, I commend you guys all on here for doing your due diligence in this war against tyranny and uh, these demon crats, let me tell you. So, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, man, thank you. You're about to make me blush and everything. I mean, you could, and uh, oh man, you guys deserve it. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Late. Listen, you guys, make sure. Listen, I've I've actually been on the stream myself, and uh, it's given me a few times broadcast interrupted, this, that, and the other. Hey, so make sure for me, um, if you can. Share this out. We got to beat this Zuck. This guy is banning everybody. I feel like we could be next, but we're going to ride this wave until it crashes. You know what I mean? We're going to keep oh. riding this wave. But Oh, uh, yeah. You you know how they do it, um, especially here in the urban area, in the hood. Uh, we, we grab an old uh, busted down car and we, we drive it to the wheels fall off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> That's the way we ride in Facebook. Uh, we wait until the wheels fall off. <laughs> Listen, listen, we do that in the woods, too, just to let you know. So it's not just a hood thing, I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, I'm I'm really glad. I'm really glad that we're going to work together tonight, man. So I don't know. I figured we could start getting into it, hitting some of these topics. And, um, you know. There's Absolutely, a lot been going on this news cycle, man. There's there's actually way too much to be able to fit into a, a show for us. But uh, some of the interesting topics that I wanted to hit, we kind of wanted to hit some viral videos as well. Some of the ones that are more popular to give our take on things. But first, I mean, Barr, uh, this whole situation here has been he was held in contempt. Um, finally, they said they were going to do it and they ended up passing it. I think it was like 24 to 16. They passed it, which. If those numbers don't make any sense, that's because I tried recalling that straight off my head here. And, uh, <laughs> I don't really remember uh, fully, but, you know, it's just 
it's just something like this is 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 crazy. It just it exposes the hypocrisy of the left further and further. It shows you this is just a sham. It shows you that mm -hmm. the only reason why they're going to do this is because they want to attack the president. And not only that, they're also trying to attack Donald Jr. as well. They're going after his family because what's the most important thing? If if you miss anything from any of that, the most important thing is is that they want to impeach the president. Yeah, um, you're you're absolutely right. This has absolutely nothing to do with quote unquote uh th this whole uh report it has everything to do with getting at the president um bar he was doing what i call uh the godly thing to do which is to tell the truth and and, and follow the law something that democrats can't do but apparently he can do it i see that um our guy zach got everything queued up if you want to go ahead and run it we can run it and come back to it yeah, this, this video is going to be the, the highlights of, of what you kind of missed or what, you know, the highlights of the whole trial hearing for, for holding him in contempt. Absolutely. Today, we consider a report recommending that the House of Representatives hold Attorney General William Barr in contempt of Congress. So I think it's disgraceful. Last week, when the Attorney General refused to show up for this committee's kangaroo court, the majority set up an empty chair, ate chicken, and pretty much made a mockery of this committee. It's worth noting that Attorney General did appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee the day before he was scheduled to come here, where the unreasonable demand that he be queried by staff attorneys was not made. Senators did the questioning themselves, as is normal, and the same should have been the case here instead of chicken gate. He had all of the elements to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that they conspired together. There's a big difference between not having connections and having guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Then Mr. Trump gets on the telephone with Mr. Putin and has a 90 minute conversation or something like that where he can see on a phone call that he smiled at him. For what purpose is the gentleman from Ohio seek recognition? Mr. Chairman, I move to strike last word. Gentleman is recognized. What purpose is the gentlelady from Texas seek recognition? Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Strike, oh. strike the last word. I move to strike the last word. Gentleman. Strike the last word. I move to strike the last word. The gentleman from uh, Florida. Uh, what purpose is the gentleman from Florida uh, recognized? Uh, move to seek recognition. Move to strike the last word, Mr. Chairman. Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Strike the last word. Move to strike the last word. I move to strike the last word. Move to strike the last word. I move to strike the last word. 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 Strike the last word. Move to strike the last word. Strike the last word. When I was courting my wife and trying to get her to agree to marry me, and I just wouldn't let her leave until she committed. And I just kept talking and talking and, and bringing up 6E and 6G and everything that I could. And so finally, 39 years ago, she agreed to marry me. So I won. Uh, but we can't let the Republicans win today trying to sweet talk us and trying to sweet talk the American people. The, the answer is very simple. We voted unanimously to release the report within the bounds of the law. That's what the attorney general's doing, and that's what apparently you keep missing. I don't understand the, why that's so the difficult. Sweet talk, <laughs> the sweet talk is obscuring the real issue, and we need to stop the sweet talk. We have lawful responsibilities, constitutional responsibilities to, uh, to engage in, one of which is possibly impeachment. How can we impeach without 
getting the documents. Operative question. How can we impeach if we don't get the documents? How can we impeach if we don't get the documents? Ladies and gentlemen, this hearing is not about the Attorney General. It's not about the Mueller report, 92% of which everyone in America has had the opportunity to read. It's not about the fact that even the portions that the American people haven't been able to read, the chairman's been able to go read had he chosen. This is all about impeaching the president. Some people know that you can't hold someone in contempt. You can vote to do that, but you can't be in contempt for failing to produce things that are illegal for you to produce. Nobody's asking the attorney general to disobey the law. We're asking the attorney general to obey the law and produce the Mueller report and the supporting documentation, um, the underlying evidence that we've been requesting for a couple months now. He offered to let the chairman and five other Democrat leaders review the less redacted report at, D at the D Department of Justice, including a 99.9% unredacted volume on instruction. In an odd move for anyone demanding access to information, the chairman and the other elected Democrats given access have declined to view that report. The subpoena, as it stands today, requires the attorney general to break the law to be fully compliant. If you look at it on its face, that's beyond dispute. I know that and you know that, and, and yet you are nonetheless rushing to hold him in contempt. It's designed to be the foundation of a dialogue and is not designed to uh, force our hand in what we insist on in court. Mr. Chairman, the beginning of a dialogue, let me yield to Mr. Buck, if I may. Mr. Chairman, um, I've never, I've issued many uh, subpoenas or requested the court to issue many subpoenas on behalf of prosecutors' offices that I've worked in. I've never considered it at the beginning of a dialogue. I've considered it a command by the court to produce documents. You've terminated our ongoing negotiations and abandoned the accommodation process. That's a dialogue. Why did you do this and why are we here if this is part of the dialogue? Um, we didn't terminate. They did by refusing to go make any offer in good faith. The gentlelady from Florida is recognized. I think it's all about trying to destroy Bill Barr because Democrats are nervous he's going to get to the bottom of everything. 2017, Senator Schumer on the Rachel Maddow show talking about then-President-elect Trump says this. If you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Now, I don't know if the FBI went after President Trump in six ways, but I sure know they went after him in two ways. And the first one is the now famous dossier. On October 21st, 2016, the FBI used one party's opposition research document as the basis to go to a secret court to get a warrant to spy on the other party's campaign. That happened. Democrat National Committee, the Clinton campaign, paid Perkins Coie Law Firm, who hired Fusion GPS, who then hired a foreigner, Christopher Steele, who did what? talk to Russians, and put together this. In contempt for refusal to comply with a subpoena duly issued by the Committee on the Judiciary as amended favorably to the House. Those in favor respond by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, no. No. And the ayes have it. Roll call, Committee Mr. Report. Chairman. The roll call is requested. The clerk will call the roll. Mr. Nadler. Aye. Mr. Nadler votes aye. Ms. Lofgren. Ms. Jackson Lee. Ms. Jackson Lee votes aye. Mr. Chairman, there are 24 ayes and 16 noes. The ayes have it, and the committee report as amended is ordered reported favorably to the House. And that's, that's <laughs> the, the over and over again, the, the fried chicken, the, the, uh, the, the statue of the there.
There's a million different things that were in that that are that are that are crazy and that are obscure. But I actually um, right now tuning in is the great Sheriff Steve Reams, and I wanted to bring this up before we go any further with anything. Um, okay. We're going to be part of an event called Fighting the Stranglehold on Our Constitution. And that is going to be on June 21st at the island of the Pelican Lake. Um, and what this is doing is it's going to be an event to essentially bring awareness to and stand strong with Sheriff Steve Reams. If you guys aren't aware, Sheriff Steve Reams, what he did is in Weld County, they have tons of these red flag bills that they're passing in, in uh, the Colorado area in Colorado. And what is happening is, is that uh, Sheriff Steve Reams decided to stand up for a constitution and he said that he will not be enforcing any of those laws in his county because they're unconstitutional and he'd rather go to jail first is is the Good word man. that he said. Powerful words. And, you know, so to celebrate that, um, keynote speaker Ted Nugent is actually going what? to Colorado in Weld County along with other uh, other sheriffs who are doing the same thing and they're going to be standing with and showing solidarity with Sheriff Steve Reams. So again, uh, Sheriff, appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for everything. I want to make sure that everyone knows about this event. It needs to be spread everywhere because uh, to get us together, conservatives, Republicans, liberty-minded individuals together is 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 going to be it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great thing. And you know, you guys can always check that out. As I said before, it's the fighting the stranglehold on our constitution um, with with Ted Nugent as our key speaker there to show solidarity with with Weld County Sheriff Steve Reams. Again, thank you. And uh, make sure you guys check that out. It's going to be great. Uh, swing, swing it. Turn it all around real quick. What did you think of the video, man? What, what do you think the, of the video? Um, and I, I shared the video on my show. Um, there was a word that was going around in my video. And the word was kangaroo. Let me tell you. <laughs> it, it's a straight up kangaroo court, ladies and gentlemen. It's a kangaroo hearing. Um, it, it's a three ring circus. And let me tell you, um, the Ringling brother, Brothers ain't got nothing on the Democrats when it comes to running a circus. Um, these people here, ladies and gentlemen, one thing I can tell you is that they don't care about the rule of law. All you heard from um, Nadler, Nadlis, or Nadlis Nadler, <laughs> one of, one right. of my uh, how, how uh, followers. Pants is the way he wears his pants the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. Uh, no, but I would imagine that he probably has like high water pants. You know, he's one of those guys that. There's videos of him going around and pictures of him going around walking. His pants. He has a big. Listen, I'm a big boy. I'll <laughs> throw that out there. I don't know if you guys realize it. And all of us realize this. I'm a big boy, but there's no way I'm wearing my pants all the way up over top of my belly, right underneath my. I, I knew it. <laughs> and and he's got that pulled tight in his tie. Is just there. It is a dude. He's a mess. He is the epitome. If you were to imagine what a, like a terrible look, like somebody who doesn't take care of themselves, he's mm -hmm. like the epitome of that picture of someone who doesn't take care of himself. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. He he looks like uh, a stickler. He looks like a what we call a dick. That's what he looks like, you know. <laughs> but this guy here um, speaks about the rule of law, and he knows nothing about the rule of law. He claims that. Now the uh, quote unquote, the presidency is engaged in, um, you know, this criminal behavior. But yet he said nothing about Obama and Hillary Clinton. It's like these people here are just picking and choosing 
it's what we call selective outrage. Um, the public needs to be aware that we have what we call a criminal organization um, running this country um, in a sense where they are in high key positions in the offices around this country. They are called Democrats. They don't care about the rule of law. They only care about one thing, buddy, and it's called power. When you see them talk, it's all about power and divide. What do you think? No, I agree 100 percent. And that's all they've been doing. And what's crazy is that it doesn't even surprise me anymore. It used you know what earlier this year and like after 2016, 17, like, you know, it surprised me the turns that the left mm -hmm. took, the, the 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 hoops they jumped through when it the truth will set you free, right? So why not play to logic or the actual truth of things? Instead, they go out of their way to do the harder thing of making up the lies, the making it up. They were exactly 100% right. They're trying to set bar up. They're trying what they're trying to do is set them into a perjury trap. Mm -hmm. That's what they're trying to do. They can't take out these people any other way. They can't do it the way. The Democrats like to do is move the goalposts. They don't play by the rules. They don't try to move the ball forward to get a shorter field goal. They're sitting in the goalposts and they're trying to move them first. And that's how it's always been. It, it just it doesn't surprise me anymore. And it's it's sad that it doesn't because I don't want to be desensitized to the fact that they're constantly lying, that they're constantly putting out misinformation into the media, that they're mm -hmm. not telling the truth about this investigation. Because I'll tell you what, every there was uh I think it was a group of of 10, 10 people who were able to see in Congress, um, left and right, who was able to see the actual Mueller report and it's most minimal redacted version, which is actually the most minimal redacted version that's legal to law, according to the Department of Justice, and no Democrats looked at it. So you're telling me that you could know that there is contempt, that you could know that Barr is not telling the truth or being a puppet um, with not even reading the report in the first place? That you That is the uh, the level of thought process they have. And if you really think about it, Mr. Collins actually put this out correctly and Mr. Gates as well, that the Democrats are hinging on 8%, okay? The uh, unredacted uh, portion is only 8%. So they're basing this whole, um, you know, obstruction, this whole um, ordeal on 8%. 8% that these people can go go ahead and uh, go to the skiff and read there. Right. I mean, it's not as if like that, you know, they're, they're acting as if like they cannot see it at all, but right. they can, it's right. in a skiff. They can, right. they, they just gotta, you know, not bring their phones in there and they can read. If you're in the military, you know what a skiff is. Um, right. if, if you have like, you know, high level uh, security, you, it's a room. It's a solid room. There's a, a military guard there. He's usually bald and, uh, you know, maybe he got a belly. We, we don't know. <laughs> and, and, and he asked for all your um, identification. He asked for your uh, phone, any, any type of communication device. You give it to him and you walk in the room. The room is plain. I mean, a plain Jane room, all white room, a little desk. You walk in there, you can read as much as you want. Democrats don't want to do that. And the reason why they don't want to do it, buddy, is because they don't care about the truth. It's all about perpetuating this notion, this image that Trump, he's a criminal. And gosh darn it, he's escaping with, uh, you know, 
some sort of money or whatever the crap they're talking about. Well, and you're 100% right. It's because, again, they're just they're trying to change the rules. They're trying to make it seem like there's this big, huge conspiracy going on because their Mueller report was such a flop. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason why is, you know, and and when they go, uh, you know, they get they they just recently subpoenaed um, Donald Jr. I believe as well to yep. report to the Senate for questioning, which is fine, you know. But because I mean, I guess it's well within their power, which is a shame at some point too as well. But you know, you can't. They're trying to make something out of nothing because they need to rile up their base because they want to get their votes. They know oh, they're yeah. losing. And, you know, when you're losing votes, you're going to start doing some desperate things. And I think that they're really acting on desperate measures. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess the question really is, 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 is there a chance that Barr goes to jail? And I, we can show that video now. I don't think so. Um, I think that he's, he, there wouldn't be a chance that he's going to jail. I think a lot of this is just um, an act that they're putting on here. Um, if you look at uh, Congress there, uh, who really goes to jail there? <laughs> no, Besides the, the folks that deal with the people in Congress, right? right? All the people who are going to jail now are what? They're not in Congress. They're they're, they're attorneys. They're they're uh they're folks that deal with folks in Congress. So I want folks to understand. Um, a lot of the time when they do that, it's all theater. When they talk about theater, they really talk about theater because ain't no one going to jail. Okay, they they do this just to make everybody all answer oh my god somebody's going to, uh, 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 uh. until i see a, a politician getting locked up and i'm gonna ask you jersey when have you seen a politician get locked up when's the last politician you've seen from a high office in congress getting locked up i'll wait Listen, the 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 only person who should be getting locked up which is proven through this whole Mueller investigation, starting from day one, the one who actually committed obstruction, okay? When you're being um, subpoenaed, they give your cell phones, you're looking at records, and you intentionally delete thousands upon thousands of emails, you are obstructing. When you yeah. hit a hammer and you smash your phone <laughs> you put them in the microwave because you don't want to know you no. serve the bathroom of your house, oh. you are obstructing. Okay, and that is legitimate obstruction. So, to answer your question, no one. What I really <laughs> want to say is Hillary. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the God's honest truth, ladies and gentlemen. I wish that uh, you know it would be different. Um, Hillary Clinton. I said it on my show too. The reason why they didn't want her to go to jail is because quote unquote, it would cause a constitutional crisis. And the reason why that would be is because Hillary, ladies and gentlemen, was just basically she was the uh, the bag lady for uh, the Democrat Party. Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when Trump was running was broke. Let me tell you, let me say this again. They were broke. They needed money. Just like Democrats, they run all their businesses to the ground, right? Socialist country, they have bad economics just like the democrats so who did they run to they ran to their savior hillary clinton when they ran to her most of that government at that time were democrats so right. who's gonna go against the queen bee who's giving y'all money no one no one no one, no one. so <laughs> at this point now hillary clinton 
the reason why they're protecting her is because she's the one who running the show on the Democratic side. You can see her wearing her little Satan uh, black suit on Rachel Maddow running her mouth, ladies and gentlemen. She is basically giving her dictation to the rest of these Democrats to do her bidding. And, and you saw it also in 2016. I mean, mm -hmm. mind you, um, if you followed the primary process, you know that if you're running in a primary as a Democrat or if you vote as a Democrat in a primary, you're an idiot because the, the because the the um, the super delegates really get a hold of everything and make the decisions. Your vote does not matter when you're a Democrat and you vote in a primary. It doesn't matter at mm -hmm. all. But. Most of the base, who were, they, who were they polling for? A ton of them were polling for Bernie. They knew, hey, yep. if we run Bernie, there's there's a strong chance that he could beat you know, Donald Trump in a, in a run for the presidency. We knew that. And what happened? Hillary wins again. As much as you don't want her to be in there, she's going to be in there because she is deep into the game. She's the establishment. She's deep. Her roots are deep into the establishment, the foundation in the establishment. She's running everything herself. Her, mm -hmm. dude, Let's not forget it. Obama's doing the same thing. They're like the they're like the the dynamic duo is exactly. Yep. So you know when you have situations like that, you have to understand that that's exactly what's going on. I want her in jail because I feel like if there's a stronger case for anything, and I hope that some of these you know investigations into uh, getting the FISA warrant and the way that the, the dossier was funded by Democrat money and especially from the. Clinton campaign, working with a foreign operative, you know, like yeah. collusion to trying to blame the president for doing. I'm hoping that 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 comes to a head at some point and we finally get some restitution because, you know, it's tough to have faith in the officials and, you know, it's tough to make you not want to just tear everything down and start from the beginning when you don't see actual justice happening. And I'm not talking about... and. There's no justice we had for Donald Trump because nothing was wrong. Nothing was done wrong. It was reported. It was investigated. Nothing has been wrong. But when you have things that are going by, like how Hillary Clinton is treated or how, for some reason, they're not looking into the dossier, even though they say they're looking into the dossier, but then they say they don't find anything. And then now you have the, the, the president now who's making up counsels and doing his separate investigations for his thing. You know, I want her to go down. That's That's what I want. Yeah, because I want that to even be rubbed deeper into the faces of the Democrats into this crazy radical leftists who are cursing and beating everyone up and and going around and, sh you know, sh throwing shame into the people that they're their constituents because they're standing outside of a Planned Parenthood and things like that. I want that to be handled. I don't like that. And I want it to be handled. Yeah, you know, you're, you're absolutely correct. You know, I was speaking about this on my show. So after the bar hearing and they were all blaming Hillary, um, you know, even what's his name? Uh, Lindsey Graham. He got his balls back a little bit and he was speaking about, hey, this whole original investigation started with uh, one crazy lady and her name is Hillary Clinton. Right. So after he said that and Barr said, well, we must uh, investigate the original um, you know, the origins of this case here, when he did that, that was a signal to Hillary Clinton to say, Hey, we coming after you after that, ladies and gentlemen, it's almost as if Hillary Clinton threatened him. Think about it, Jersey. Well, right. You're, 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 right, you're right. basically playing with her life at that moment right there. And we already know Hillary Clinton. She's a, and, and I love that. I can curse on her. Uh, she's a straight up bitch. Let me tell you. A straight up bitch. 
Um, you you already know once she heard that she's probably flew off the handle you know, with that crazy cackling voice. I want him, girl. I hate him. And do whatever you can. I hate you. Already know that, Jersey. Right. You you know it. They threatened him. Um, he probably was like, I ain't coming back. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You're gonna okay. have to subpoena me. I'm not coming back, and that's where we're we're at. Jersey, think about it like this for a quick second. Everybody who challenges the Clintons, they're either uh their business is destroyed or they're dead, right? Isn't there a website called the Clinton Body Count? Or am I retarded and crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a little bit, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh, man. Well, 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 it makes for a good show. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I enjoy it. And I enjoy it, man. And, you know, just heading back to the, in that area again, you know, imagine the shockwaves. Like, as soon as as soon as soon Barr said, oh, we're, we're having an investigation of the thing. And, and let's not forget, that's a lot of the reason why there are redactions in the Mueller report is because there's, you know, it's conflicting with ongoing investigations. And can you imagine, because it kind of was like a shot to the heart for her. It was kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, and then I think that's, and I honestly think that's part of the reason why the mainstream media has gone so crazy with this. And I really think it's a reason why the mainstream media has, has really been as, I mean, listen, as soon as people, the mainstream media is, is falling for the lies of the mural report that the Democrats are pushing out. They're falling for that frost, you know, faster than Hillary Clinton falling up a pair, you know, a set of stairs. So it's like, you know, you, there's a, there's a lot going on there, but you know, talk about like these crazy the the leftists and and you know their constituents. Have you seen this video uh, from my area, from my neck of the woods over here in in the Philadelphia area? Did you see the rep the video of the representative um, who was basically shaming his constituents for peacefully processing and being Christians <laughs> outside of a Planned Parenthood? You, you know, know, I did. And, and it was such a shame, let me tell you, it was such a shame, it was a disgrace. Um, you know, I played it on my show, and one thing I could tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is indicative of most Democrats. Um, this is their nature. Don't don't let this uh, be one that passes you by. They, this is what they believe. They hate God, they hate uh, the unborn child, and they hate anybody who is promoting good. Yeah, let's let's play that video right now. Hi everyone, uh, Representative Brian Sims here, and I'm once again out in front of Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania. What we've got here is a bunch of protesters, a bunch of pseudo Christian protesters who've been out here shaming young girls for being here. Hi. And so here's the deal: I've got a hundred dollars to anybody who will identify any of these three. So we're I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood. I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood. And so look, a bunch of white more. people standing out in front of a Planned Parenthood, shaming people. Really There's nothing Christian about what you're doing. Nothing Christian at all about what you're doing. Today's protester. Now, she is an old white lady who's going to try to avoid showing you her face. Um, but the same laws, and luckily, that protect her from being out here also protect me from showing you who she is. Who would have thought that an old white lady would be out in front of a Planned Parenthood telling people what's right for their bodies? There's not a person coming here that needs your advice on what to do with their bodies. Not one. An old white lady telling people what's right to do with their bodies. Hi everyone, Representative Brian Sims here, and 
I'm actually up in our capital for this week's legislative session, but I stepped off the floor for a moment because I've received a lot of feedback about a video I posted last week, and I want to provide some background. I have seen firsthand the insults, the slurs, the attacks, and the racism that those protesters aim at mostly young girls going there for clinical care. <laughs> care that those of us on the outside can never understand, and last week was no different. What I should have shown you in that video was protesters gathered together to pray at, not to silently pray for, people coming in and out of Planned Parenthood as they intercepted them and harassed them. As an activist and an advocate, I know why pushing back against harassment and discrimination are a must, even when they're uncomfortable. But last week, I wasn't a patient escort. I was a neighbor and a concerned citizen, and I was aggressive. I know that two wrongs don't make a right, and I can do better, and I will do better. Get aggressive. aggressive. Thank you so much for working in a place that respects and protects women. Thank you, Thank you so much. Please give $5 to Planned Parenthood on behalf of this woman. If you're a white person like I am, we have a lot of catching up to do. We have a lot to apologize for, and I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna start by apologizing for this woman. Shame on you. What you're doing here is disgusting. It's an attack on, on common sense. It's an attack on the Constitution. It's an attack on the rights of every single person coming here. And don't convince yourself that what you're doing isn't extremely racist. How dare you? This is grotesque. It tells you that you know what's right for their families. Shame on you. Shame on you. No, no. The same rights that allow you to be out here allow me to be out here. Shame on you. You have a problem protesting in public? Don't protest in public. If you know who this woman is, and if you can give me her address, we'll protest out in front of her home. Let's go protest out in front of her house and tell her what's right for her body. Please call the cops. Tell them Representative Brian Sims is standing in his district telling somebody that using the rights that they're using to protest women coming into Planned This is a racist act of judgment, and you have no business being out here shaming people for doing something they have a right to do. An old white lady telling people what's right for their bodies. They have no business telling people of color what they think about what they do with their families, with their own family planning. This is disgusting. This isn't Christianity. They're going to do a down person. It's telling women of color what to do with their families. That is what the white liberals have been doing to black folks on this side of heaven for a very long time. And this is the main reason why black folks in the black community is in shambles, ladies and gentlemen, is because of that nature, right? You telling black people what to do with their families, you can't do that. What, telling them the truth about abortion? It's the same thing about telling black folks the truth about uh, the welfare system and them not having a daddy. That's the white liberals. Hey, don't say anything, <laughs> be quiet. Because ladies and gentlemen, these people here are making money off of what they are doing um what what this guy did ladies and gentlemen he basically uh disrespected women he disrespected white women especially you hear him saying as a white woman as a white woman white women out there i want you to understand your your time as a democrat party is coming to an end as well they already kicked out the white man they don't need them because most of them work Right, then most of them work, so they don't need them. Your time is coming as soon as they get enough uh, black and brown uh women in this country, you are gone as well. Mark my words, they don't need you. And the way that guy is talking, ladies and gentlemen, is that thought process. Um, he does not care about God, he does not care about Christians, and he does not care about the all born child, ladies and gentlemen. He is what 
we call the quintessential demon crap. He's straight from Satan, hates good, and ladies and gentlemen, promotes evil. What what you th say about this here, sir? Well, what makes me mad about this is that this is another attempt by the left to to try and stifle Christians, uh, their beliefs, and conservatives. It, it is exactly what it is. It happens that a lot of conservatives are followers of Christ. Okay, that's the way it is. And what happens is, is that this guy is coming out there trying to make people afraid of standing up for what they believe in. He is trying to make people afraid of mm -hmm. standing at Planned Parenthoods. Then he gives some sort of half-assed half apology, which he never actually really apologized no, he didn't. at all. He said that he was aggressive. Listen, broski, get aggressive around me. Check, check <laughs> Graham Allen. Graham Allen, this Friday, is actually going to be at that same Planned Parenthood. Oh, I dare you to show up then. Dude looks husky. Yeah, he, he does. <laughs> so it's, you, you need to make sure that, that you know, you pick the people who represent you correctly. Imagine the yeah. type of person that would vote for filth like that guy. What what thoughts need to run through your head in order for you to vote for someone like Representative Brian Sims in Philadelphia? Somebody who, look, Google his name. The first thing that pops up is him giving the middle finger. Great job. You voted for him. You're an idiot. Sorry to say that. I typically don't like to go on a, you know, a, a tirade on people who are for voting for who they feel like they should vote for. But if you voted for this guy, you obviously didn't do your research. You obviously yeah. didn't check everything through. Because the guy that's showing the middle finger in his Facebook photo is not the guy that I would pick. And I think anybody with a brain or a logic would pick either. He's out there trying to censor conservatives. He's out there trying to censor Christians. That's exactly what he's trying to do. That's the whole theme of the left. They want to censor everyone. They want to kick everyone off of Facebook. They want to keep and, and, and tune everything in all the social media and the world. They want to tune the world until they're tuning everyone out. And there's only one line of thinking. We're here to tell you. That I'm handing out red pills. I'm here talking about the good and the bad that our president does. I'm here to give you an honest view on how I feel. I'm here mm -hmm. to show you that I'm liberty minded. That's what we need to do. Stop voting for people like Brian Sims. Absolutely. He's not helping anyone by attacking little girls and old women. The first thing he does is fight after those identity politics because that's what gets people hot. You know, oh, mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he's talking about this woman being a white woman, okay? He's talking about that while he's being an affluent white male, you dummy. Mm -hmm. How come there's there's complete hypocrisy? And people like that make me sick. It's, it's what Antifa tries to do with trying to be anti-fascist. All they're doing is trying to shut you up and make you afraid to speak your opinion. Do, do not ever, do not be afraid to speak your opinion. As soon as you're afraid to speak your opinion, as soon as you're afraid to get out there and, and speak your mind, they win. Hey, Jermaine, we ain't letting them win. No, no. And, and ladies and gentlemen, he's absolutely right. They're trying to scare you from speaking the truth they're trying to scare christians from doing the right thing um and this guy here he believes he's so virtuous because he's a gay man exactly I mean, I, it, that, that blows my mind because there's a lot of gay folks who are out there they believe that they are the pinnacle of this victim mentality pyramid right you know how the uh 
liberals have a hierarchy of victims, right? The the, the top tier the, is uh, maybe if you're black and gay, and then the second <laughs> one is if you if you're gay, you know. Third one if you if you're transgender and confused, it's the ranking, and then, of and, and then the lower tier is all the dummy liberals. <laughs> so there's there's a there's a uh, there's a tier system there. And a lot of I've noticed this and maybe you guys have as well, that a lot of uh, gay people, a lot of homosexuals, they believe that they're more virtuous. And it says then, quote unquote, the regular person um, because of their sexuality. I want to let those people know your sexuality has nothing to do with your your virtuous. Right. right? Your uh, morality. You, people need to get over that. And the fact that he would sit there and, and berate uh, women that are who want to actually encourage other women to make a better choice it is bizarre to me. And it, it is, I mean, this guy needs to leave. And one thing else I want to bring up, ladies and gentlemen, I know that this man did not act like this when he was running. There's no way if he act like this, when he was running, he would have got elected. We There's seven people yeah. who voted this man in. So this man played the played the game like most liberals, right? They play a little bit crazy, and then when they get into office, they're full batshit crazy. Well, now the attorney general is actually getting involved in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. uh, the House of Representatives, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, in Harrisburg. Uh, there's a letter that was sent out um, uh, two days ago, and it said, "Dear Attorney General." Attorney General Shapiro, I am writing to request an investigation take place into the recent actions of State Representative Brian Sims. Recent videos posted by Representative Sims clearly show him working to intimidate peaceful protesters mm. on two separate occasions, including in one instance calling for the doxing of minor children, which is 100% true. What everything that's stated in this letter so far is true. He was offering $100 for the information of those children. Children! In viewing these videos, it seems that there may be potential violations to Pennsylvania statutes. I will leave it to your office to determine all and any applicable violations to Pennsylvania law that may have occurred. The videos in question were taken on April 18, 2019 and May 2, 2019 at 1144 Locust Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Here are the links. And then she provided links and it says, Sincerely, Martina White, Pennsylvania State Representative, 170th Legislative District. Let me give a second to give a round of applause. Finally, to Martina White. Thank you. This is getting national attention now. And I also believe that the National Democrat, um, now, Jesus Christ, uh, the, the National, oops, sorry guys, <laughs> the, the, the National um, Republicans Party has also gotten involved in this as well. And they want to see the same thing happen. And yeah. we need to start holding these people accountable. We need to hold this person, Brian Sims, accountable. We need to hold Ilhan Omar and her anti-Semitism accountable. Rashida Tlaib. All these yeah. people need to hold accountable. And we need to do a better job as people. I don't get how we were voting these people in. These are the people that we choose to represent us. Do you want Brian Sims to be a representative of you? Jermaine, do you want, does Brian Sims seem like he's a good fit to represent you? Absolutely not. He, he uh, He's a good fit for ass whooping, I can tell you that. Oh, God. I, <laughs> and on Friday, uh, Graham Allen. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Which is which is uh, Ben Shapiro's um, his his news network 
they're going to be at that Planned Parenthood on the 11th. And they said, hey, listen, you need to come down. So I can only imagine what's going to go down there. Antifa is real nasty in Philadelphia. So I'm sure there'll be some instances there, but <clears throat> that'd be real interesting. There's also a, a couple other topics I wanted to hit real quick. Um, you know, any last thoughts on Brian Sims? Um, My last thoughts on this guy here, ladies and gentlemen, is that believe what you see. Okay, believe what you see. You see how crazy he is? You see how he is attacking white women? You see how he's attacking white people, ladies and gentlemen? Um, this didn't just come out of nowhere. He, he, he was trained like this, ladies and gentlemen. Democrats have the same thought process. Do not let that uh, escape past you. I want you guys to really understand that this here, ladies and gentlemen, is indicative of most Democrats. They think like this and they act like this. Pay attention. That's it. Exactly. 100 percent. 100 percent. Hey, moving on here. Um, so something interesting happened within the past couple of days. There was a vote in um, Denver, Colorado on the legalization on mushrooms. So, uh, Zach, if you could just play that video, we could talk about it after. All right. People from across the country will be planning a trip to Denver as we've become the first city in America to decriminalize magic mushrooms. Initiative 301 was failing when we went to bed last night. Today, shrooms zoomed back into the lead by the final count. Politics guy Marshall Zellinger is here. And Marshall, people could be tripping ballots by the time they vote in the mayoral runoff next month. Yeah, you found out there's really no start date tripping on this, so it's not clear. Is this in effect as of right now? <laughs> or be yeah. sometime next month? The city is still trying to work that out. These are the final unofficial numbers for decriminalizing magic mushrooms. 89,000 people in favor, giving it that 50.5%, and the opposed 87,000 against. There are actually 8,400 of you here who undervoted, which means you didn't vote on this issue at all, didn't fill out yes or no. I say these are unofficial numbers because they are still absentee ballots to count and if the city rejects your ballot for something like a signature issue there's still time between now and May 16th before they are official. When Denver released the first results at 7 p.m. that included the majority of ballots turned in prior to Monday. Decriminalizing magic mushrooms was failing. Denver updated the results every 90 minutes and it didn't change much, but the race was getting closer. And when 40,000 additional votes were counted between 1 a.m. and this afternoon, it had enough to pass. Denver police will now treat possession of magic mushrooms as its least priority. Between 2016 and 2018, there were only 158 arrests for possession, no more says voters and it's really the voters in this green area. You'll see the outline of Denver. The green areas are the ones that said yes to this. The gray areas of Denver did not want to decriminalize magic mushrooms. Kyle, this really has nothing to do with dealing magic mushrooms. That is still illegal, but it goes to show that the 8,400 people who didn't vote this at all really had an impact on this decision too. All right, you wanna know how much of this still has to get sorted out? I just got a text from the city attorney's office, which says, it's important to note it's not really decriminalization. It just gets moved to the bottom of the list. A lot to get sorted out on what is actually going to happen with mushrooms. As long as there's a car accident or something else <laughs> happening, Denver police have other priorities before they get to mushrooms. How crazy is that, man? Um, now, <laughs> as a libertarian, um, and I would say even more so than probably Louie, um, you know, it's 
there's there, to me there's no issue if there's if there's something else that this is something that grows in the ground i understand that a lot of people feel as though that um in the streets of denver specifically because of the legalization of marijuana and the amount of traffic that actually brought to the city that this might bring in more unwanted business into the into the city um they also a lot of people think you know you know how are the homeless going to be listen it's not that big of a deal to me i think that no, it's uh, not at all like that first of all i don't know how popular been out of the game for a long time but i don't know how popular and i hate how they call them magic rush mushrooms because i don't think there's anything magic about them you eat some mushrooms it's the chemical that makes you trip trip ballots as he said mm -hmm. and um it's, it's not that big of a deal and and i guess i don't know i mean I'm, I'm trying to like scan the comment section to see what the people from colorado and and in denver believe in um you know but you know, there's there's a lot of things. I, I don't think this is really top high on the list. And I think it's really a um, a type of maybe like a virtue signal kind of like, hey, we're the most progressive city. We can do this too. We were the first to legalize marijuana, and now it's time for mushrooms. Like that type of deal. I, I think. Yeah, you know, um, uh, to speak about mushrooms. Uh, first of all, mushrooms aren't bad. There's n people aren't dying off mushrooms. Um, you know. Cops aren't really even searching for mushrooms, to be honest. I mean, uh, t how many people can have access to mushrooms, to be honest? Not a lot unless you know a person. And uh, to be quite frankly honest, I tried mushrooms when I was in college. You know, um, I was a little bit adventurous when I was younger, when, when you know, when this gray wasn't here. And I tried a little bit of mushrooms and mushrooms ain't bad. <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> it's not the reason why they call it the window uh to the soul in some cases or magic mushrooms is because ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people who take it, they take it for uh spiritual reasons. It gives you uh insight inside your body, you know, it, it makes you sit still and shut up. You, you know how your brain chit-chatting all day, right? And you <laughs> yeah. can't get that suck that motor to shut off. Right. Go ahead and take some mushrooms. That motor was shut off. You'll have some internal thinking, let me tell you. And a lot of time, a lot of people need that internal thinking to figure out what the heck's going on with them. So mushrooms, in a sense, is therapeutic for a lot of people. Um, so to me, this isn't bad at all. I believe that folks need to be able to, uh, you know, experience this. Um you're not, uh, people aren't being killed off of it. People aren't taking mushrooms and running out there and shooting folks. You're not hearing stuff like this. So we need to be honest and we need to be pragmatic when it comes to um, a lot of these drugs that, um, you know, that quote unquote, the establishment is keeping from us. Look at marijuana for all these years. Right. They kept alcohol uh, legal over marijuana. I mean, are we retarded? Nobody's smoking weed and running out there shooting folks. Well, there's also a lot of people get drunk and beat their wife. Right, exactly. Come on. And, well, there's also a lot of uh, you know, you can look at the articles. There's actually a lot of, of good reasons that uh people medically can take uh these psilocybin mushrooms as well, because it it is seen to um treat PTSD, it is seen mm -hmm. to help present uh depression is actually uh in microdoses also helped 
uh, marriage counseling, uh, helping mm-hmm. couples in trouble with their marriage trouble. So there are a lot of uh, medical uses for something like this. And maybe something that sparks that might be, we might be able to find the next, I mean, a lot of people think that, you know, and, and the science is showing that, that, that medical marijuana also does a lot of the same thing. So maybe this is just another avenue that's a more natural avenue that people can use and go to um, when they need help as well. So, you, you know, in Jersey comments real quick, I see some people comments. Like, you know, okay, go like, ahead. Uh, Ron Ruppray said, when someone on streams gets in a car wreck and kills your child, how will you, I guess, deal with it? Well, uh, the thing is, is that that can happen to anybody at any time with alcohol mm-hmm. or with any other drug. And just because something is made decriminalized also doesn't mean typically when you decriminalize something, there's actually a less of a usage when they, they found in studies that when, uh, the prohibition of marijuana was a big thing that, um, as soon as it was legalized in some States, it actually brought those down. So I would imagine you would see the same thing as here, you know, just. Well, Jersey, think about it like this, buddy. Think about it like this. If crack was legal today, how many folks would say, Oh my God, crack is legal. Let, let me go smoke some crack. I mean, uh, uh, Jersey, nobody's no, gonna do kidding. that. Nobody's gonna say, "Oh, not well, kidding. crack's legal today. Let me go. Let me go ahead and uh, get me a crack rock, ba- baby. Crack's legal. They're not. Gonna, they're just not gonna do that. I mean, we just gotta use common sense with this here. I mean, it, there's uh, there's always gonna be uh, that person who's out there who takes things to the extreme. But the majority of people aren't like that. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if speed is legal today, how many of y'all are running out to go try speed? You're, you're just not doing do it. Every morning when I drink coffee, right? Exactly. Uh, and, and I agree. I mean, every, listen, everyone's concerns and comments are are legitimate. It's It's not like, you know, one way or another. I just believe that it's more or less, if it's something that has to do with your body, Jermaine, if you want to do something to your body, it doesn't affect me. Um, I really don't see the big deal in it. People drink all the time, and that is socially acceptable. It is even socially acceptable to drink and get behind the wheel of a car, which happens all the time. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. these are great things, but I do believe that you should have the right to be in your home and eat a couple mushrooms you found on some cow poop somewhere. Do it. It doesn't affect me. It's not that big of a deal. But you know, there's also in the tech community, there's a big there's amount of people who who with their coffee in the morning. Uh, they call it microdosing. Yep. Where they kind I heard of just of that too. Pay off with like whatever. I'm not in the tech world. I don't understand that myself. But I mean, like I said, to each their own. I don't think it's see it as epic. Well, thing. well, uh, it opens it opens what they believe is a, a pathway to creativity. Um, if you take mushrooms, in a sense, your your brain is uh, you know, working in uh, and, and it's been shown too that it, when you take it, your brain creates new pathways of communicating okay um and those new pathways bring you new ideas new thought processes okay and the reason why a lot of these tech folks microdose is because it that's what it does it creates new pathways in the brain and they get more ideas so that's why you get stuff like this right <laughs> because you might have been microdosing hey man I, I i thought about a new way to reroute uh, this wire here, and gosh darn it, we we got major TV now. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, uh, people do crazy stuff. Back in the day, a lot of those, uh, you know, people used to take ayahuasca to get, um, you know, now, um, 
spiritual healing and stuff like that. Right there, man. There's 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 this show, and I have to tell everybody about this because I've been watching it and I'm obsessed with it. That's the only reason why I'm so excited about this, and I had to cut you off with it. <laughs> now I know we hate vice news. We hate vice news. It is very, mm-hmm. very liberal bias. I understand this. But I catch myself watching these stupid shows on the Viceland Network. Do you ha- have you ever watched the Viceland Network? Yeah, yeah, you know, they got very interesting shows. I'm not oh, gonna lie. Right. So they yeah, have I, they'll, they'll catch your attention. <laughs> they have a show that's called Kentucky Ayahuasca. Okay. What? Okay, so this guy who has uh been he's been to jail numerous times. He was like a he was like addicted to bank robberies. And he was always thinking of different ways to rob banks. And even when he was working legitimately, he was like seeing the bank cross the street and he caught himself timing when the workers came in and out and things like that. And he's been to jail numerous times. One day he goes home and there is ayahuasca, which is if, if the listeners aren't familiar, ayahuasca was something that was founded in Peru. It's mm-hmm. a, a mixture of a drink, you know, bark, this, that, a little bit yep. of ink whatever, a little bit of told stool, a little bit of uh, hair of the dog, who knows what it really is, but they put it together and they brew it into a tea. And what it does is it makes you high. It makes you hallucinate to the point where you're not on earth anymore, basically. Yep. Um, what it does is, uh, I don't know if I, it's the, literally the most illegal substance known to man is natural occurring in our bodies. And it's called uh, dimel, dimethyltryptamine. DMT. Yep, DMT is is the God the, spirit. You're correct. It is the most illegal substance when it comes to the substance leak charts. And when we dream at night, our body naturally releases a little bit of DMT. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason why we have such vivid, crazy dreams. And so make a long story short, the I, the guy comes home one day, there's ayahuasca teasing on the store and says, drink this. He drinks it and trips and has a life-changing experience to the point where this guy in Kentucky, we're talking right now I'm in Georgia. I love everybody from Georgia. I love the South. I love the hospitality of South, but it's like dentists don't exist down here for some reason. And I know that's <laughs> but I apologize. This guy is missing teeth. He's bald. He's got scars on his face. And he's actually the, he owns a church now. So he he can create his own ayahuasca and people come in, we're talking about veterans with very high PTSD, uh, rape victims, addicts of multiple drugs, alcoholics, they come in and they do like a five day stint at his church and they do ayahuasca every night and they come out of there fixed or so the show says, Mm -hmm. they come out of there a better person sort of. And dude, this show is nuts. And I'd recommend anybody interested in the weirdness of it for a guy deep in Kentucky to start giving ayahuasca to people and people and there's veterans like that are going there who have had extreme issues with social anxiety um you know just coming back from the normal things that happen when you go away to war and you experience something like that and they come back and there's like you know they let go the deaths of their of their their fellow soldiers and and they they figure out ways I guess it kind of makes them think differently as I'm saying that's how the show puts it off to be. Very interesting show. If there's nothing you ever watched on Viceland because you hate how biased it is, I would watch that show just because it's interesting. You know, um, that that really goes into uh, what this new age medicine is uh, talking about. We're stepping away from the pharmaceutical industry because we're starting to find out that, ladies and gentlemen, that the chemicals that these pharmaceutical companies are putting together aren't good, right? They're doing actually more harm than good. So what people are now doing, they're looking for more natural 
holistic remedies. Okay. And they're starting to find out that they actually do work. Um, especially with uh what Jersey was speaking about ayahuasca, ladies and gentlemen, that ayahuasca does something that a, a shrink can't do. Okay. Something that a, a counselor can't do for you, which is uh get you in contact with your soul. Okay. I want folks to understand. I know there's people out there who are, you know, um, how could I say that they don't believe in God. They think it's some imaginary thing. They don't believe in spirituality. I want folks to understand that uh, you're going to get, maybe you, you won't get to this point, but um, for me, I had an early experience for me to understand that we are a spirit. Okay. We are definitely a spirit. That's why I don't hang on to any uh, type of color issue. All these color issues have nothing to do uh, with us coming together has everything to do with us breaking apart and being apart. So we have to understand that a lot of the stuff that is given to us, especially from the pharmaceutical industry is meant to break us down and break our soul down to the point where we cannot reconnect with our, our primary source. So um, not to get spiritual here, <laughs> but it, it's really good. It's really good. I'm glad to see that, um, that uh that new holistic approach because i believe that um the more natural we go the better uh we are as a society and the better we are uh you know the more healthy we are i should say yeah i mean and it's just crazy and you know it's just like the the whole i don't know like this show kind of took a weird turn which is fine i love mean, <laughs> that you never know buddy I, I love that we're just chopping it up. I think this is cool, and I, I enjoy just having crazy conversations like this. It's something that I love to do personally. If I meet someone in the street at a, a supermarket, I'm going to be doing the same thing. So thanks, man. Uh, but, you know, it's it's tough sometimes to kind of wrap your head around the whole drug idea because a lot of the time we've been so indoctrinated that certain drugs are okay and certain ones are bad. Come mm -hmm. to find out part of the reason why people think that marijuana is so bad is because the hemp industry would have taken over the steel industry and yep. they, they couldn't have that happen. And I mean, there's, there's tons of books and everything about that. And it's just, we may not, and just like politics and the mainstream in the real world, we may not know the, the complete truth to everything. And we have to kind of try and wade through it and try to make up our own mind. And, and hopefully we don't become indoctrinated because as soon as we start believing everything that comes out of our, that, that, that comes out of the, the mainstream media's mouth and, and and everything that our politicians say and everything that anybody says, you know, we've kind of lost. And and I, I, we, it's good to keep skeptical because as we said, that little bit of skepticism may be able to bring up some new, uh, something new and more natural to uh, treat depression, mm -hmm. to treat, you know, the PTSD, anxiety. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I mean, listen, it doesn't, doesn't hurt. And as I said, if, if you're doing something that's not affecting me, there should be no reason why I have an issue with it. And then yeah. if you're doing drugs and I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not one that, that, that proposes that we legalize hard drugs. I'm not that far into it because there's a lot of libertarians and a lot of people who believe that you should be legalizing all drugs because something that you preach about a lot, Jermaine, that I really appreciate is that I also talk about the importance of our most personal and our most intimate institu societal institution mm. and that's our family. And we need to have a strong backbone of a family. And if we start legalizing drugs like heroin and we start legalizing drugs like meth, you will see a degradation and a breakdown because if you can see the epidemic Absolutely. now of our most intimate social societal um, institution, a breakdown of our family. And as soon as you have a breakdown of a family, 
you have a breakdown in society. And then as soon as you have that breakdown of society, everything's lost and our morals and our values are going to be gone. And as conservatives, as libertarians, Republicans, even as Democrats, I would I would like to think that we don't want to see our, our society in, in, in mode of degradation. We don't want that. We want to have strong mount morals and strong values. And I know it's tough to connect with Democrats sometimes because because we feel as though their morals and their logic is so far shut out, but we need to. As started they are. <laughs> well, well, you're right. I think we need to, to do a better job of finding those more centrist Democrats and stop uh -huh. pushing them aside and, and try and talk to them because I feel like if those people of all can be kind of turn more to the Republican, to more to the conservative, more to the libertarian side, to to think more outside the box, and I think by doing that, we'll we'll gain or voter base, we'll, we'll have more people that, uh, you know, more morals in society, we'll keep our families together. I mean, you you talk about it, four J's talk about it, everyone talks about mm -hmm. how much, you know, the welfare system is destroying our families, Absolutely. how much, how, you know, given those, the, the motivators of, you know, free money is, is hurting that, how fathers not being in the home is a huge one. You know, statistically, Absolutely. families do much better when they have both parents in the home, you know, and it's important for us. And, you know, and it's important that that we stick together. It's important that we we keep it together because we need to keep it together for society. I don't know how that has to do with anything that we just talked about, but. Man, it's a good show, buddy. People are enjoying this uh, conversation. You know, uh, conservative shows, you don't really get this type of uh, conversation, this lax type of conversation where we are really discussing real issues. You know, you, you just don't get that. Um, there's a lot of people, especially on the Major League Liberty uh, um, timeline here that are saying that this is an awesome conversation. You know, you don't you don't hear many conservatives speaking like this. And I wish uh, we, we get a lot more, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's a good uh, segue from politics all the time. You know, that that uh, that beast that's there. Yeah. And, and we need to realize as well that, you know, politics doesn't just affect the it's not just affecting the president. It's not just affecting the landscape. I mean, we need to have open and honest conversations back and forth with each other just about the BS, because if we don't, then how can we take a break from it? Because, listen, looking in and delving into politics all the time is so draining mm -hmm. stop wasting your time arguing with people on facebook and just get out there get out there and you know go to fighting the stranglehold of our constitution to see ted Nugent, to show to stand in support of of sheriff sheriff reams of weld county and the other sheriffs who have also are going to be there that have done the same thing let's get out and, and join the community let's be more into the community being on Facebook and arguing with people is not being part of the community. It's not going to affect that change because you forget about that conversation 10 seconds after you have it. You, the other person who you're arguing with also forgets about it. Oh, yeah. We're together in our community and we are like-minded, we are stronger and we are better. That is one thing that the left does really, really well is that the left can organize and they've been organizing for a very long time. And I think that's part of their strength. I think as soon as Republicans, conservatives, and libertarians can find common ground because of all those subset categories, as soon as we can find a common ground and, and, and band together, the stronger society becomes. Because I truly feel that as conservatives, libertarians, Republicans, morals and our integrity is there 
We just need to learn how to organize it and push it out into society, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it, it does. It absolutely does, you know. Um, so, hey man, yeah. I, I was thinking we we're just going to close it down. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, uh, it looks like we're getting to that time here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jermaine, thanks so much for coming on, man. Uh, we looked at some videos, we chopped it up, we just had some open conversation, and I love just having that open conversation, and I'd love to do this with you anytime you'd like, man. I oh, appreciate yeah. you and the things you do. Where can they find you? If they, if you guys have never seen Jermaine before, where can you find? Where can they find <laughs> If you if you never seen my show before, let me let you in on a secret. You you better hold on to your seatbelt when you walk in the stream. All right. Um, you can find me at um, Conservative Nation on Facebook. Very easy. Uh, very easy to put in. You can put in my name in the search engine. Jermaine last name Botsio B O T S I O. Yes, it's Italian. No, I'm not a mobster. I promise. All right. I know. I've never been to jail. I'm black. All right. And um, you can catch me on YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. And I'm on the Mojo 5.0 network, ladies and gentlemen. We are broadcasting in, I believe, three stations in uh, Texas as well. So we are everywhere the good Lord wants us to be, right? We are. So once you guys come and join us. We are we're a good family. Let me tell you, everybody who's there will will welcome you in, and we'll definitely chop down liberals because my show I don't hide it. I I love talking trash about liberals. I absolutely do. Uh, me and my audience do. We sit back. You know, sometimes we even have a beer. So join us. Absolutely. Hey, listen. Once again, um, Jermaine, thanks so much, man. I, I appreciate absolutely. the time. I appreciate. You. Um, you know, I just wanted to show you guys one more one more time. I just want to let you guys know about fighting the stranglehold on our constitution. Let's show our solidarity with Sheriff Reams of Weld County and get a chance to see our keynote speaker, Ted Nugent. Uh, MLL will be there. I'm going to try and find my way there into Colorado. If I'm not, you can absolutely, for a fact, you will see Logan there. You will see Zach there. You will see Louie there. And you will see Ty there. Um, you know, it's kind of an exclusive event. Um, they are going to be selling tickets for the event, I believe. Um, there's there's a bar and there's going to be a buffet and things like that. Um, you're going to be taken care of. Uh, so make sure you guys go and check that out. Just type in Google Fighting the Stranglehold on Our Constitution with Ted Nugent to show solidarity with our man, Weld County Sheriff Steve Reams. Uh, as always, guys, it was a pleasure tonight. A little bit different style of a show. It was cool. I appreciated it. Um, but there's one thing that always happens. And what do you say at the end of the show? I think I forget. I think I, wait, I remember now. Liberty prevails. Absolutely. Thank you, Zach. This is new software, by the way. We're working through the bugs. Let us know what you liked. Let us know what you didn't like. And let us know what, what you guys would like to see us try and do. Thank you so much, guys. Liberty prevails. Yep. Take care. Major League Liberty. 
defending life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And our happiness is always destroying the globalist agenda, exposing the flaws in fake news media, and of course, providing excellent entertainment.